If you can't answer basic questions about your money, it means that your plans for retirement are based on hope and luck. What it means is you're hoping you'll be lucky and things will work out. In my 50 plus years of experience, I have found there is certain data you must have to build a secure plan to be able to stop worrying about your money. Today, we will talk about the questions you must be able to answer to have a successful retirement. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade. Welcome, it's Money Matters USA with Fred Sade, the podcast designed to keep you informed with the strategies necessary for a good, successful retirement. And that's what Fred is all about as a fiduciary, as the founder and managing director of the fiduciary firm of the same name, Money Matters USA. Fred Sade has, uh, holds a PhD in economics from Duke University, and he has been doing this, as he just said, for many years uh, in the financial universe. Well, Fred, how are you today? I'm great, Dave. How are you? I'm wonderful. I do want to remind people to also uh, check out the um, the companion video series, Money Matters USA. If you go to YouTube, just search Money Matters USA with Fred Sade, S-A-I-D-E. Well, today we're going to talk about certain questions about your assets and your plans for retirement. And if you cannot answer these questions, it means that your entire plan is based on hope and luck. Now, are you willing to risk your entire retirement on hope and luck? Make sure you develop a plan that can answer every single one of these questions and make sure those answers are in writing. Never hurts to do that. Fred, you do have some really good, valid questions that sh- you should, that anyone listening should have the answer to. Absolutely. My, my view is that if your current advisor hasn't answered the questions that we're going to talk about and has not has failed to put the the answers in writing for you maybe it's time to find a new advisor so here are the essential questions number one how much income can you safely take out of your assets for income if you are unsure how much income you can take out of your assets. You may not be taking as much as you could because you're worried about running out, or you may be taking too much, and you will run out. Either way, you're not in a good position. Yeah. Second question. How long will your money last? If you don't know how long your money will really last, you will either take out less income than you could, or what's worse, you're going to take out no income at all because you're worried about running out of money. 
this means you're going to do without. And you will continue to worry. You will be focused on the question of money. Will it run out? Third question, can you guarantee you will never run out of money for as long as you live? That's the big fear, isn't it? Yes, it is. That is it. That's retirees, pre-retirees. They are very, very concerned about running out of money during their lifetimes. And if, if you can't guarantee that your income won't run out, you're going to continue to be anxious about it. You're going to be fearful about it. And you're going to worry about how much money can I, can I use? The key, the, the solution to this problem is that you have to be able to create certain income from your assets that will never run out for as long as you live. Question four. How can you protect your assets from volatility and losses? Now, if you live through 2000 to 2002, and if you live through 2007 through 2009, maybe you're a little, maybe you're a lot. Maybe you're worried about volatility and losses. And if your assets have a high level of volatility, then you're in a box because you can't take much income out of it. And if you are taking income distributions from assets and then suffer volatility and losses, the negative impact of the volatility and the losses get magnified. And to make matters worse, you have to take into account fees. Fees make the severity of the loss even worse. Question five. How much income tax will you pay on your income distributions from your assets? Retirees, pre-retirees always fear big losses and they fear running out of money, but they're also afraid of huge amounts of income taxes. So many retirees believe that they're going to pay a lot of money if they use their assets for income. So they wind up not using their assets. Fact is, most retirees are not going to be in a high effective income tax bracket. So they should take income from their assets so they can live the retirement that they've been dreaming about. The other thing that retirees don't understand is that there is a difference between nominal rates, which you pay before you're retired, and effective marginal rates, which you pay once you are retired. There's a big difference between the two as the tax system changes. Question six, how much will you lose in the next big market crash? Stock market is continuing with highs and lows, enormous volatility every day. 
market's been negative for the entire year. Most people are worried about the next big stock market crash because it's not an if question. It's actually, it's going to happen. It will happen. And when it happens, how big will your loss be? If, if you have no idea how much you could lose, this only increases your anxiety about your money. Question seven, do you understand how inflation impacts your portfolio and your income needs? How do we, what is inflation? What inflation is in, simp, in simple basic terms is that the purchase value of each dollar that you have drops over time so that the major impact of inflation is that your retirement savings are worthless when you retire. So let me give you a very simple example. Pretend or imagine that your goal is to have $1 million in your 401k plan within 15 years. Assume 2% inflation every year. At the end of 15 years, your $1 million will be worth $738,000 in today's dollars. So the question is, does your retirement plan account for inflation? And will you be able to save enough to overcome the impact of inflation? It's a really pertinent question because you just saw what happens at 2%. Now we're running at 10 to 12%. Depends on which index you want to use, and that will tell you what, what the rate of inflation is. All good questions, and I'm not much of a gambler, but I'm, I'd be willing to bet that most or maybe all of our listeners have never either had these questions asked of them or, or answered for them. And I know you've got some more questions coming up that must be answered, giving you a lot to consider on the podcast. As always, there's more to come with Fred Sade, Money Matters USA. Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principle, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. Money Matters USA. We're back out of the conversation with Fred Sade. Uh, Fred Sade is the founder and managing director of the firm, Money Matters USA. He is a fiduciary and he is a retirement specialist, and that's what he devotes the uh, this podcast to providing great information as well as our video series. If you would like to talk with Fred, speak with Fred, set up a consultation, no matter where you are, he is a phone call away, 800-593-8188 to get it scheduled, 800-593-8188. Fred, you're going over some great questions that you really should ask yourself 
And I, I would say definitely consider all of these before launching retirement. I, I know for your clients, the, these are the matters you discuss with them. Absolutely. Absolutely. You, you, if, if you need to have, people need to have the certainty of, of understanding what, what, what's the enemy? I mean, and what are the problems that you need to recognize and, and you need to, and you need to solve to be successful in retirement? This is what you've been saving and, 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 and looking forward to. You need to be able to know what the answers are. Um, continuing with question eight, question eight is simply this. Is it okay to start spending some of your money? <laughs> <laughs> I would think if you want to enjoy your retirement, it should be. It should be that that question may sound silly, but what I'm what I have found over the years is that a large percentage of retirees decide not to use. They're scared to, I think. Yeah, anyway. absolutely yeah. scared. They th they think that they they're going to run out of money. They're afraid they're going to lose money. Their money's going to run out. There's going to be income taxes. There won't be enough for their for their spouse and their beneficiaries. And, you know, think about it. The, the only reason that, that you saved all this money when you were working, the reason that you deprived yourself of stuff to accumulate all this money is to be able to create retirement income. So if you're not going to use the money now that, that, you, that you're retired, this is an absolutely terrible way to feel about your about your money mm -hmm. because you're not going to do all the things you plan to do. And if you can guarantee, if you can guarantee your income that it won't run out as long as you live, you can eliminate this entire fear of running out of money and you can be comfortable in spending and spending money. Question nine. And this is a very, very interesting question. Uh, and the question is simply this, what are the total fees that you are really paying and how can you reduce them? And I firmly believe close to 100% of retirees and pre-retirees are not aware of the true cost of having their assets managed. Most people believe that they're paying and I quote, about 1%, unquote. That's, mm -hmm. that's the answer that I get all the time. It's the answer that comes back in the, in the research. Now, we have very powerful software that can really dig in and get behind and the blocks that are in place. So when we do a fee audit, it's part of our review, what we find that the average is retiree, and this is the average, is, is paying not less than 3.25% in direct and in indirect, that is hidden fees. We've seen people paying as much as 5 or 6%, but at the average is about three and a quarter. And um, generally, that, that's going to include the fee, the advisory uh, fee. And, and I, I think this, this, is, this, is a, this is a shame because the typical retiree with a proper plan uh, should be paying less than half the, the, the amount that the, the fee ought to be less than three and a quarter percent on average. And question 10, 
What's going to happen when you or your spouse pass away? Now, this is a very difficult conversation about what happens when you or your spouse passes away. What will happen to the survivor? Will your finances continue to be secure? Will your lifestyle have to change? These are difficult and emotional topics, which most folks prefer to avoid. But I promise you that not knowing the answers to these questions are far worse than the questions themselves. It's my view that the goal of prudent and proper retirement planning is to develop a plan that can answer all of these questions, all 10 of these questions, because if you can answer all 10 of these questions, you will not have to worry about your money any longer. The basic key, the, 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 the key that unlocks the door is, is this. Stock market losses in and of themselves are not bad. They're actually normal and they're supposed to happen. That is the way the stock market works. What, what is bad is if you're a retiree and you fail to protect your assets against the large stock market losses, that will inevitably happen. Yeah, which is what makes your, your questions you've gone over so important. Do you think, Fred, that there will be um, more than a neg negative 40% losses in the stock market during our, our lifetime? Uh, yeah, I, I, I do. I think it will, I think it will happen again. Uh, I think de depending on your, on your age, you may have to negotiate or navigate a number of these, uh, these negative 40% losses. And I would say that for many people, that's a scary thought because if, if you're using your assets for income, and you lost 40% of your portfolio, what's going to happen? Uh, in, in later podcasts, in our next one, actually, we're going to show you how you survive a 40% market loss and how you come out on, on the positive side of that. Okay. Well, we gosh, that's, um, I mean, that's huge. But as you said, I mean, that's normal. It's um, it's something that we just have to count on and, and best be prepared for it. Interested to find out because that, that is a significant drop. So how you can fortify your portfolio and your overall retirement plan uh, to, to factor that in should it happen, which yeah, you think it will. <laughs> well, I, I do. I do think it, it will. And on. Um, I, I do think that uh, once the air gets let out of the of the bubble that we're going through, and that's the fear, uh, you can cut it with a knife. I mean, on on Wall Street, that is the fear. They're they're all afraid of the Federal Reserve, what it, what it is uh, going to do, and what's going to happen uh, on, uh, on on Wall Street, and um, and also uh, within the e economy. Uh, itself, and uh, I, I've heard, that, <laughs> I, I've actually heard some economists arguing that the technical definition, you know, of two two quarters of negative growth, uh, well, that definition should be thrown out the window because uh, people are being employed, and, and as long as we don't have a lot of unemployment, how could we have a recession? Okay, and I think that, yeah, I, I think that's a very naive 
uh, a point a point of point of view uh, because we we kind of we a are, broad way to look at it. I mean, it's not not factoring everything in. I guess is what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, I you know our our, our we are faced with with a population dilemma, and, and there's just no way to get get around it. And and we've had um, retire retirements. You know that that have increased the so-called great retirement, uh, uh, and many people have said it's pandemic cause. But but I I don't think it was pandemic cause. I think it was pandemic accelerated. You're talking yeah. about boomers who were in the vicinity of retirement, and in a lot of cases, what I see is that uh, one spouse has gone back to work, the other spouse uh, has decided to retire uh, early, and uh, and. Even the ones that are going back to work are, are not necessarily wanting to go back and do the same thing, or if they are, they want to they want to do it uh, from from home. They they've been doing it that way for a couple of years, and th- you know the urgent necessity of going back in. Uh, you know unless you know unless you're uh, an administrative uh, employee where you have to uh, go in because your employer insists on it. Uh, you're basically looking at empty, empty office space. Mm-hmm. And I, I've talked to a number of uh, executives and, and business uh, owners, and, and uh, they're not going in uh, at all. So it, it's a very narrow segment of uh, of people. And and you know, once their leases run out, they they will uh, uh, you know rent uh, smaller amounts of, of yeah. Uh, of I space. can see that. So yeah. I. I you know, I, I think the, um, you know, it also um, gets to the changed nature uh, of, of work. And, and we don't even understand uh, entirely where that is going. Uh, but, um, but all this is, uh, you know, progressing in, uh, along. And uh, if, if people can, can be at home and, and be productive, uh, it's it's a real hard lift to to get them to come into uh, the office. And in some cases, they're going in one day, you know, a week. And uh, even the dress codes are are kind of relaxed uh, mm-hmm. uh, these days, except in the executive suites, the right. guys with the big corner offices who, <laughs> you know, like coming coming in and they like the prestige and uh, so on. And well, they get, get dress, they guess, have to wear suits, but they get the private bathroom. So, you know, yes, that's a private shower. <laughs> just <Right. in> case. <laughs> exactly. You know, you yeah. I agree with you on COVID. Um, it did kind of, it, it did accelerate many things that were already going to happen anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's going to be interesting to see though, where this goes, this whole work dynamic now. And one thing's for sure, everything I've read about people working from home shows that their productivity didn't go down. I, I've not seen any. I know those were concerns earlier. Yeah. Um, people are using the, the, the time, the, you know, the extra hour or more each way that they don't have to uh, commute. And, um, you know, and, and they're using it productively. Mm-hmm. And, you're talking, and you're talking to people, uh, working with people who also are, are working from their home offices. So I, I think it's, it's um, going to be a big lift to uh, get people to come back, other, other than administrative em- employees. Right. Who, who, who are for, who, and frankly, I don't even think that makes a lot of sense. Not always, I mean, no. 
because they've been productive. So I have seen some companies that are requiring senior administrative employees to come in once a week, and then junior employees don't have to come in at all as long as they're work, as long as they can get the work done. I was reading an article about how some are how it's working out with the whole hybrid model of you know the three day two days in the office and the other three at home and what the what they were finding out in many cases that the ones who were coming in on the two days were still although they were in the same building were still meeting with each other virtually. <laughs> That's interesting. So, and, and there's and it's creating a lot of resentment because some people are going in, but not everyone is. And yeah, it's just like and they're thinking, why did I? Why am I adding three plus hours of traffic to my day when it's not necessary? I'm. It's really going to be interesting to see where this goes. It really is. Yeah, I I I, I think it's fascinating. I also see companies are hiring people in in other cities and working remotely, and they don't have to relocate them, mm-hmm. and, and they're working virtually. Now, in any case, and, mm-hmm. and it's been an enormous uh, savings yeah. uh, in not having to uh, to move them. Yeah, I, so, I, yeah, absolutely. I know people like that who are getting jobs in other cities, good jobs, and it's working yeah. fine. They even had uh, a virtual happy hour, you know, like a little after hours <laughs> get together. I mean, it's, it is amazing. It really is. It's a different world. It's an interesting world. Fred, so I look it? forward to next week. You're going to give us some tips on how we can weather that huge storm. Yes, I am. Yeah, uh, that's that's yes, that's that's the next podcast. We will talk about how you survive a forty percent or more uh, drop in the in the market. Thank you for staying with us. Be sure to search, too, for the companion video series on YouTube. Just search Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Spell it S-A-I-D-E. Fred, thanks a lot. We'll be back at it next week. I look forward to it. And thank you for staying. Absolutely. Uh, Good information here. Thank you for staying with us, too, on the podcast, Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.